0: Welcome back to the Act 2 Podcast, a podcast for the real-life working screenwriter. I'm Tasha Hugh,
1: And I am Josh Holland.
0: And as a reminder, Act 2 is a network and support group for the everyday working screenwriter, <laughs> of which this podcast is just one of our many initiatives. So thank you for joining us here. And please remember to subscribe to the podcast. This is like my bully voice. Remember to subscribe to the podcast. So you don't miss out on our topics.
1: What a scary bully.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Give us a rating. Write a comment. Tell us how you're doing post-strike. What does that feel like for you? Everyone's experience is different. You can also DM us with questions, topic suggestions, or you just want to say hi at act2writers at gmail.com, all spelled out or on our Instagram and Twitter at act2writers. I am... Story Thursday on Instagram, Tasha3.0 on Twitter.
1: I'm on Joshua Hallman on Twitter, Josh Hallman on Instagram.
0: Josh, how you doing?
1: I'm great. I'm great. I'm, <laughs> I'm great. I'm excited to talk about whatever we're talking about today. <laughs> and uh, no, 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 I am. I, I, I just got excited about it.
0: Today we are talking about what inspires us as writers. Where do we find inspiration?
1: Yeah. Super important. And I feel like it's not, this is not like us coming at somebody being like, this is how you find inspiration. I feel like it's just how we have found it. And it's a discussion that needs to be had because a lot of times people might just putz on social media thinking they're going to find some inspiration and and that might work for some people, but I I don't know. Yeah. I don't
0: know. Yeah. Yeah. Story of our lives. This is, this is not the way. It's just our way. (laughs) (laughs) which is the way
1: before we jump into this Tasha yeah this week in writing
0: oh shit
1: this week in writing okay so this is a little anecdote I have a friend an acquaintance who's a writer Mm -hmm. he's a director he edits kind of does a little bit of everything and I should say he's like He's really getting, he's kind of finding his footing in writing. He's He, he, he works more so in like with uh, photography and directing and stuff. Okay. But um, I've had a few conversations with him and I, every time I talk to him, he talks about the use of using a green screen for AI, or he's gonna map a location with an AI program. Or he's like, if like I talk to him about, hey man, because we were working on something, it was like, how can we shoot something? his idea is like, well, if we can't get that shot, it's okay. I can just like do something with AI. And just to be completely honest, and I would tell him this, it's become a little bit of a crutch for him. Mm -hmm. And it's a little scary because, and this kind of ties into actually our topic, because I feel like in the perfect world, AI is a tool that people use to get help with, just like you use the internet or you use a computer or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. But it does seem like, and I'm a little worried maybe this is gonna to happen to more people, but it's almost like a like a crutch, like a defense mechanism. Like he just, he's like, I need to use AI in order to get ideas. Because without AI, I don't have like a creative idea in my brain. That yeah. part was harsh, what I just said at the
0: end. It's harsh, but I it it is a good segue into the topic. Cause obviously we know how I feel about AI. It's interesting. There are people I've never spoken to about AI before, who know not to speak about AI in my presence. Mm. <laughs> so I talk about it so much on the podcast and how much I hate and fear it.
1: It's like Fight Club.
0: <laughs> yes, but yes, like obviously, obviously it takes away from your own creativity to rely on any program to fill in the gaps or any other person or any any other thing besides you. It, it inhibits creativity, of course it does.
1: It's, it's, it's such a catch because like I think about Final Draft, yeah, and we both know shortcuts on Final Draft. Sure, cut to you know titles, and it's like we're having a computer do that for us. Sure. So it's like a gateway. You know, it's 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 I'm almost a hypocrite. Like I have
0: no, but there's nothing on Final Draft we're using to help us create dialogue or to create a scene for us. That's and we're true. We're just filling in the gaps of something. It is completely dependent upon us entering the information into it. Yeah. That is creative.
1: Anyway, if AI can just be a tool, which I hope it is, that inspires people, best case scenario, I'll be okay with it.
0: Yeah. That's all. Yeah, I mean, I hate saying it. It makes me physically ill, but I've seen lookbooks and whatnot that have AI imagery in it. Yeah. And it's spectacular. It looks... Because... I have, as someone who has spent many, many, many hours trying to perfect lookbooks, which requires so much time trying to find the perfect picture to illustrate your idea or the character you imagine or the world you imagine, if you could just type in what you imagine and get a picture out of it, oh, saves so much time. Yeah. Great.
1: Yeah. You got to pick and choose with AI. I agree with a lookbook or something like that. Man, so you don't have to go looking on the internet for some kind of feeling. You can just type in what you're looking. Oh, I'm looking for, you know, an action moment with someone like Arnold Schwarzenegger, set with like zombies, and you're like, here's a picture of it.
0: You imagine when your daughter grows up, not even a little bit, just a little, like in a few years, you can be like, back in my day, yeah, we had to scour Pinterest for pictures. Yeah, it took hours to put looks books together.
1: Listen, she's seven and I've already been like, You don't know how well you have it. (laughs) (laughs) You don't get it. (laughs) Just buying things on an iPad. No. She doesn't get it.
0: My day we had to go to stores for everything.
1: Feel spoiled, kid.
0: (laughs) Anyway. Inspiration.
1: Inspiration. Where
0: do you find it?
1: The Act Two Podcast. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, the Act <actual> You podcast. Absolutely. <laughs> but honestly, that's kind of a good point. I think there's inspiration to be had when you listen to people who are sort of fighting the same battles you are, who are thinking about the same things you're thinking about. For example, um, I went to, to grad school in Boston, so I still have some friends there. I went back there. And um, when I I was working in the industry, I went back there and I found a cafe like I do here in L.A. And I sat down, I started writing my screenplay. And in this cafe, everyone was reading classical literature or really, really highbrow psychology books, just like all the things that literati do. And if they were writing on their laptops, it was like their Ph.D. thesis or essays and stuff. And here I am. Writing a screenplay, I felt like an idiot. I felt like a lowbrow moron and I missed LA because I missed a place where movies really mattered to people as the most important thing. Posters matter. Just everywhere you go, people are writing screenplays. You talk about this all the time, the energy that LA has. I think that is inspiring. It helps to be around people and hear people and talk to people who are suffering your same problems.
1: Yeah. (laughs) No, that's true. Uh, like kind of just to bounce off of that, the I like to I actually recently read something that nostalgia, obviously it's comforting, but it 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 helps with your ideas, like being around something that's nostalgic because that takes you back to some kind of important time in your life. it's if if you're somewhere and you're like, oh, yeah, I remember this, it's either for better or worse, something very important happened wherever you're having this nostalgic moment. And you know I like moving back or moving to l a taking hikes, things like that. Being in nature in short, but being in nature in Los Angeles is like for me where my like brain opens up and it's mm-hmm. just, you're like, I see everything. I understand what I need to do. I know my purpose. Now I just need to figure out how to write a page of dialogue. That's yeah. it. No, but that's, you know, I've taken drives to like old places that I've lived just to kind of like get my brain flowing and back into- At time when, you know, you weren't burdened with responsibilities and.
0: It's so interesting.
1: Yeah. I feel like you don't do that.
0: I don't do that at all. But over the last couple of years, Paul and I have, for one reason or another, had to drive down south past the neighborhood I grew up in, like the town I grew up in. And nostalgia is very real. And because it's so far away, it's like an hour drive from Los Angeles um we never go down there and so there is something yeah you're right you sort of step back if only for a moment almost like you flow into this bubble where you're just back to who you were back then back to those teenage years where you were innocent and like hope was infinite yeah (laughs) uh so I can see that being inspirational if that was closer to home I could see myself doing that for sure
1: Oh, man. I feel like you don't have the same connection to L.A. that I do in the sense. I hate Los
0: Angeles and everything about it. Yeah.
1: You're (laughs) like, yeah, it's just L.A. I'm going to move. And I'm like, I'm never leaving.
0: I can't wait to move. Yeah.
1: What about like books, reading, things like that? Do you you, like go back to old books to read or like does that inspire you at all?
0: You know, I love books. I love them. I have not had time to read a book and I can't tell you how long. However... I have started doing audio, Audible, audiobooks and um, going back to books that I love or series that I love and it's inspiring because I love them for a reason and I was trying to figure out why what about it is so good that that sparks my imagination and it also like puts you in a zone of just taking in information I guess like taking in for me it's it's you know big world building books it's fantasy books and that kind of stuff. So like all of that world stuff, I just, it just seeps in and yeah, it inspires me for sure to, to read and or listen to books.
1: You know, every time I read a script, any script that I'm reading for fun, you like, you know, you kind of like form your own ideas and like you get your own ideas and you're like, oh, well, what if this happened? This, like for me, reading other people's scripts sparks like something in me that uh, always kind of leads to some kind of idea, whether I use it or not. Mm-hmm. Or, or even when you're like, you can take things from scripts where you're like, oh, I like the way that this scene was kind of set up. Uh, how can mm-hmm. I do this in my own thing?
0: 100% agree. I'm always inspired by reading a script. Not a single time have I not been. It's just, it's amazing. It's an amazing feeling.
1: All right, so Tasha, let me paint a picture for you. Mm-hmm. You're just having a rough day. Mm. You're not You don't know what to write. You know you have to write an episode for a show and you're like, I don't, I know where, I I just don't have it in me. What do you do to get the the juices flowing?
0: Here's the tough part. So I just got an email today saying, hey, where's our episode? I own episode to someone. Oh boy. That I've not even started. (laughs) And as you know, I've had quite a day. So I have to finish it tonight. And I don't have time to do a thing that inspires me. Like I would do like read a chapter of something to kind of put me in the mood. But I don't have that kind of time. So that's not a happy answer.
1: <laughs> no, you're you're <laughs> inspired you're by debilitating fear.
0: I'm th- I am often inspired by deadlines. Yeah, the just the fact something has to get done. I won't sleep until it's done. That's that's definitely who I am. So you have a full episode to write tonight? Yeah, I forgot.
1: Wow. Okay. <laughs> Podcast done. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I gotta go. <laughs> no, but like let's 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 take a different scenario, right? Where I have a little bit more time, I'm not feeling inspired. Maybe there's some writer's block like with my my spec, or there's just something stopping me, some kind of fear stopping me from getting into it. I think something I've been thinking about with my spec, because it's a John Wickian kind of action movie, there's something that might jar me loose and inspire me again, is to watch John Way or yeah. to watch another action movie that's that has inspired me and makes me love the genre, so that I can find that love again, and that's sort of on my list of things to do to get to jumpstart me again.
1: Totally. Um, yeah, same. When you're trying to find, like, if I'm writing something that's in the tone of, you know, John Wick meets White Lotus or something like that, I'll re I'll uh-huh. read the ju- that sounds awesome by the way. Yeah. Uh, like I would. I- Anytime you kind of like read those scripts, watch those shows, watch the movies, you, you just you get to where you need to be. Mm-hmm. But taking a bigger step back, you know, I'm a big fan of just silence, meditation, just closing those eyes and thinking, putting the computer away. I feel like if you do that, like outside, mm-hmm. you come, you, you, you're refreshed. You just like mm-hmm. the fucking battery is charged.
0: Ten minutes, yeah. 15?
1: Ten, 10 minutes. Let's go in the shade for ten minutes. Ten minutes, yeah. Hope no bugs fly on you. But uh, yeah,
0: I'll I'll wait till we get our patio.
1: But it's great. I I feel yeah. like you need to be in silence. I think like that just for me personally, you, I have to get away from like screens and stuff like that just for a little bit of time and just kind of like clear all of that because anytime you get interrupted by a text message, someone calling, my mom doing something, I'm just like. You get thrown off. You got to get in the zone.
0: Yeah. I would say another place I get inspired is museums. Oh. I
1: love them. Oh, we're branching out. I love museums.
0: So much. Every time I go, I'm constantly taking pictures of exhibits and the placards. And I've definitely used stuff I've taken pictures of in museums in my scripts. Um, For instance, Paul and I recently went to San Diego. I think it was. And it was it was not for the specific reason to go to this museum, but a museum was there. So I was like, you know, I'm going to go. So we went to this place and I didn't expect to find anything particularly interesting. But in a random room in this old um, monastery was a story about the last um, Native American woman of this particular tribe that lived on the Channel Islands. And they didn't have a name for her. And the way they told the story was like, it was like a narrative of the mystery of who she was and how she got to be alone. She lived alone. She was like literally the last person on the Channel Islands. Like, how did that happen? And then she was taken to the mainland and like shown around. And it talks about her story once she lands. And then she became ill and eventually died from a sickness that did not exist on the Channel Islands. And... There was a description of her back in the day that someone did of of what her clothes were, and so it was kind of vague. But someone, an archaeologist, manages to manage to like put together what it might have been, and it was like made out of feathers and conch or not conch shells because we don't have shells and things like that from the Channel Islands. And like they had sort of a <laughs> a display of what her her gown would have looked like. And all of this really inspired me. And so I took a dozen pictures of all this stuff, and that's going to end up a character in something. So museums, I find, always give me ideas for either characters, moments, weapons a character might have, something a character might say, or knowledge that they may have. It just, it all, it feeds everything.
1: Oh, yeah. Like, when you get out and see something new, there's nothing better than that.
0: Ugh, it's the best.
1: Taking the drive. I bet you when, you know, if you go on a vacation or something... You're just there. It's something you just see something different. And you're like, oh, I hadn't thought about this. I have never looked at a tree this way. Oh, you know what would be cool? This. The, I, it's just the weirdest thing how ideas stem, but uh, or form. But um, yeah, just getting away. Yeah, change in and scenery. Some the
0: Yeah, some of the best writing when you watch it on TV or in movies tends to be like a specificity of something, right? Like the specificity of what someone might order in this particular region or what they're eating as a snack or like something that they wear that's very specific. And all of that comes from like being out in the world and seeing new things like you're saying. So that always inspires me.
1: Well, (laughs) that's it. Switching (laughs) up scenery, changing it up, talking to people, being around people. You know, the thing is, I think a lot of this stuff is almost, it's not, it's kind of basic, but people forget to do it, myself included. Yes. It's like, you know, you need to do something. But you, you you don't. And I think a, a big part is just making that step to, to get to a different headspace.
0: Yeah, especially when you're working so much, you definitely get trapped in, I just have to write, 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 write. And you forget that your writing comes from something that's out in the world. And that's what you want to write about. Uh, yeah, the more you're out in it, the better it actually is for your writing.
1: I have one last thing to say. Yes, please. I ran into a friend a little while ago and I was telling him, that I was having a little bit of trouble writing. This was weeks ago. This was like towards the end of the strike. And, um, and he like put his hand on my shoulder and, and was like, writer's right. I was like, oh shit, okay. Like I was telling him, I was basically explaining that I was kind of worried about the industry and what is happening. And his message to me was that if I was a writer, I wouldn't be thinking about that
0: you just write you That's just what you writers right
1: in the back of my head i was like yeah but like for profit right like writers yeah write for but profit. um <laughs> but yeah no and it, i think just remembering that for me it's opening up giving that freedom just be like hey listen writers right don't overthink this thing just find the inspiration and go
0: yeah all you can do is all you can do is write and be inspired while you do it otherwise what are you doing it for
1: I, yeah, you know what? By the way, I'm liking these little bursts of episodes that we're doing—little A little short, just in and out. Yeah. People live with their day.
0: Yeah. It's, it's it's a vibe episode. That's what this is. This, we're just vibing.
1: This is the vibe episode. Next one's going to be two and a half hours.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Forty pages of notes for sure. All right. Go write. Go, Go write. Inspire Go yourself. find
1: some freaking inspiration. Go out in the
0: world. That's what you should do. Go out in the world and write out the out there.
1: Are we missing something? Let us know if someone. If there's ways. Someone has like a trick that doesn't involve like drugs. Just let us know.
0: <laughs> yeah, we do not advocate drugs here. All right. Quote of the day Challenge of screenwriting is to say much in little and then take half of that little out and still preserve an effective leisure and natural movement. Raymond Chandler. Nice. Please remember to rate and subscribe. Follow us at Act Two Writers for more awesome writing stuff. You can follow me, Tasha, at Story Thursday on Instagram or on Twitter at Tasha 3.0.
1: I'm Joshua Hallman on Twitter, Josh Hallman on Instagram.
0: And as always, the Act Two Podcast is a production of Act Two, a network and support group for the everyday working screenwriter. This episode was edited by Paul Lundquist.